international human rights standards, particularly treaties that Zimbabwe has, uh, uh, has ratified, like the African Charter on Human and People's Rights, as well as the International Covenant on Civil and Political Rights, which guarantee the right to peaceful assembly and uh, peaceful uh, association. Meanwhile, the opposition MDC is threatening an election boycott if the political play field continues unchanged. Jefferson Makanga for Free Speech Radio News, Cape Town. You've been listening to Free Speech Radio News. Our newscast is supported by Pacifica Radio, community radio affiliate stations, and listener supporters. We podcast at www.fsrn.org. That's fsrn.org. You can email us your feedback, questions, and story ideas to comments at fsrn.org. Our newscast is produced by Monica Lopez and Turner Gussi. Washington, D.C. editor is Leanne Caldwell, and our headlines editor is Shannon Young. Our technical production team at KPFA in Berkeley includes Antonio Ortiz and Rose Kitabji. In Beirut, Lebanon, I'm Jackson Aller sitting in for Aura Bogado. I didn't see any of those. And we're on. <laughs> Hi, beautiful oh, listeners. Hey. You're listening to Closets Are For Clothes and WCBN FM Ann Arbor on a snowy, snowy January 23rd. Oh my gosh. How are you, Dan? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I actually, I'm my, I'm a little heart warmed at the moment. Oh, your heart's warm. Oh, it is. I, um, Did went. Did chili? Yeah. <laughs> oh, you can smell that from here? <laughs> <laughs> um, so, you know, I'm, I'm not too, uh, um, well, I, there are certain houses that are that decorate for the holidays and things, and they get all the lights up. And did someone decorate for MLK? Well, no, they decorate. So this is the thing: is that with all the lights that have come down and things like this, someone on the way here, I looked. I was like, "What? Are the, what's what's going on with the house?" And they had decorated for the Chinese New Year. Oh, that's great! And had the, what we call the Chinese lanterns uh-huh, uh-huh. all throughout the outside of their house, on their trees, on their. I was like, uh, I. <gasps> I got a little touched. That's o'clock. great. It's pretty early. It is. It's like it a, is. Uh, you know, but do you remember what we talked about what this year is? <laughs> I do. I do. And I've used it a couple times. Have you? What do people say? Um, they, they, they look at me puzzled like... Um, uh, sanitation, really? Yeah. Like happy sanitation and happy year of the potato. <laughs> oh, I forgot the potato. The potato. I've been using sanitation and the frog. Oh, the fr- sanitation, frogs, and potatoes. Exactly. I and mean, what is it? Pig. Perhaps um, for Chinese New Year. Oh, it could be. Anyway, so it is. So that's great. Well, we should have a Chinese so, New Year party. Absolutely, absolutely. So, but yeah. So I was a little heartwarmed. I was like, aww. Well, that's good. So, and I need to publicly say thank you to Gabriel for um, the Here's past couple weeks. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have like been kind of feeling under the weather and mm. kind of being very um, uh, sh- not shifty but not very sh- uh, sure-footed with my health and uh-huh. and Gabriel has definitely come through for, for me a couple times. Well, you know, so. last week we were both feeling under the weather. Yes. You know, my SARS had bird flu and <laughs> whooping cough so. <laughs> so of course I had to recover and we're back live though, folks. I know Yay! that you missed us. Like, yeah, the absolutely. Desert 
absolutely. Mr. Rain. Yeah. So, so today we we have a couple things on deck uh, that we'll get to after you and I chat. Yes. You know? Yeah. 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 So um, we're going to be joined in a little bit by Chris from Between the Lines. Oh, I love him. Yeah. He has all these. He. I. You know. I love him and I kind of hate him. Don't tell him. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. And shh. Okay. And yeah. so, I can hear you, Gabe. Oh, oh man. No. Oh, I gotta tell him. Um, so. The thing is that Chris gets to meet all these celebrities, and then he'll the next day he'll be like, "Hey, guess who I met?" And I'm like, "Who?" And he's like, "Oh, I interviewed Rufus Wainwright." And you know, and I am not even he's not even around for me to like you know hit him in the face or anything. And the other thing that that gets me too is he didn't even invite you uh, no. to the interview, like to, uh, no. to be able to like to be the the camera person, even I though there's be the no camera cameras. person. I could be the lotion applicator. Absolutely, I could be, the makeup person I could for the, be the between the lines interview for the <laughs> phone interview. So, but anyway, so he'll be joining us and we're going to talk Oscar nominations. Woo-hoo. We're also going to talk some other stuff around celebrity world. Yes. Um, because there's lots of stuff going on. And also later on after that, we'll, we'll do ourselves a little trippy. We can't, we can't let the week go by without saying a, mm-hmm. um, a big TY and a thank you to mm-hmm. MLK and Barry Dresden. So. Absolutely. So yeah. So tell me how you else was you. Oh week? my gosh. Other than that, it's been, I've just been like trying to stay out of trouble. Holy and moly. How has that been? Um, um, it, it's been very interesting i mean like for instance i had a um uh it was it was a family gathering on sunday we had what we call our game day um so we all get together and there's a different game every day um no it's actually there's we all show up and there's like six tables with six different games and there's enough people in my family that we could get four people a a piece and things like this and we really you know start playing the games and some people bring like really old games like there was one that's called the um air fighter or dog fight um and it's a video game no that's the thing no video so it's all board games it's all board games um and the dog yeah exactly (laughs) you don't have a wii no well we do but i mean <laughs> we, yeah every once in a while we have to take a break and you know because they're going through withdrawal so we have to go and down have to go play and play the wii <laughs> play the wii exactly and um but it was really wonderful to kind of talk to my nephews who are of the um, younger generation and um, and kind of talk to them about like Martin Luther King and talk and how they interpret various people and they just kind of gave me this like really puzzled look like you know uncle dan like What's your issue? Like this or whatever. Uh, like, you know, like you are like so like, square. What do you mean? Like Well, I was asking them about like race and gender and, and so um, you're like Uncle and Debbie orientation Downer. and what's that? Uncle Debbie Downer. Well well like, kinda sometimes. Because <laughs> I mean I was like, Oh, so you have the day off tomorrow, so where you guys, what are you guys gonna do for the for the holiday? And they go, Well, sleep get some i'm like wait it's a holiday you got to do something for it or whatever and so of course uncle dan you know has a few things to say about it and um and they just kind of like looked at me really puzzled like they couldn't figure out about like what i'm talking about when it comes to race not Mm. necessarily that it's like white only but like well why are you concerned about what race they are Um, Um, like why is it an issue right but still acknowledging what i've always talked about um, like 11 and uh 17 so never too early for social justice exactly and and also talking about like sexual orientation like you know so what do you think about this bisexuality thing and they're like looking at me like yeah did they talk about tequila tequila no no they don't have they don't have um cable they don't have the tv yeah they don't have the tv so um so it was just very interesting and then they had some of their friends over um and so it was kind of like to talk to 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 be the uncle that's hanging out with all the kids you know was Mm. really 
uh, was kind of interesting and kind of like talking to him about it. And I was really like hopeful. Good for you. I was like really filled with hope that they I'm really had. I'm picturing you in a rocking chair with your glasses on the tip of your nose. With the, exactly. Knitting, Absolutely. And you're saying, well, in my day. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. With my shawl. Exactly. That I did it myself. I <laughs> love I'm still it. adding I love to. It. <laughs> that I'd be dazzled later. Oh, you know. at, where's your dazzle? I forgot it. You I was <laughs> That's right. If you don't know, and if you're just joining us for the first time, <laughs> Dan got a bedazzler for Christmas, <laughs> yes. and I demand to see it. <laughs> because we will have an on-air live bedazzling. <laughs> we'll have our own little fashion show. We, we may <laughs> ask, you know... We have to ask maybe the, the fashion editor from Between the Lines to... To uh, come in and help us bedazzle. Absolutely. Oh, I am not... Dude. I'm not even kidding. I know you're not. I That's will bedazzle. <laughs> <sighs> I get chills. Okay. Oh, oh so, well, that's good. So, did you yeah. win your games? Um, I won most of them. And <laughs> in fact, um, they were a little upset when I won the ones I wasn't supposed to, like, like Risk. Like Risk. We play Risk, and it's it's an altered game of Risk where we is that the one with the countries and the and the and it takes all things. day and things like yeah, this. Yeah. So, well, well, that's the thing is we have various things like um, uh, various gods that have various powers and things like this. So you could be able to armies do various things. And and you don't have to be human armies. You could be like the undead, which is what I always chose, um, or you could be dwarfs or elves, and and they have v- various um, attributes that they can do. I'm already lost. It's cool. It's very interesting. <laughs> it's very interesting. So we add. So my nephews are always like create. They take like they they play a normal game, and they go. Well, that was kind of exciting, but what if we did this to it? And then we have a new rule. We test it out. And you still win. Um, yeah, that just pisses nice. me off. Yeah, sorry, that really gets me angry. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, my friends always wanted to play Scrabble. Oh yes, and I am not good at Scrabble. Oh, I am not good at Scrabble. Like my friend even had this deluxe edition where like the board rotated and oh, like it had wow. indentations with a word. Yes, set. exactly. So two things about if you want to play me in Scrabble is I will cheat. <laughs> I will pout, yeah. and, and an extra bonus is I don't like it. So I'm like king of the three-letter words. Yes, you know, I, yes. I always get like all the cues and all the X's. Oh. And so you know, when people play with me, I'm just like, all right, look over there, or like, right. go get me another beverage. <laughs> go into this sack of letters. Exactly. Well, we, that's why I only play Team Scrabble. Team Scrabble. Right. So there's, each team is two people on it, so you can kind of like come up to things together. So Well, you yeah. know... Speaking of games, so I have recently taken um, taken up watching Deal or No Deal. Oh, do you yes. know this show? I do know this show. So first of all, <laughs> my sister-in-law has this, this huge theory about Deal or No Deal. Arita, do you know this show? Do you watch this show? No, she doesn't know this show. So so the the premise is like it's Howie Mandel and there's a contestant and then there's like 50 suitcases and there's like each of them has an amount and you have to pick a suitcase and then that amount is eliminated and you don't want to eliminate the high amounts right or whatever right so right. that's basically the gist i misrepresented it but that's okay it's no you think you're pretty good and yeah. so um so my sister-in-law thinks that there's this theory of point of no return like the point where the person gets too greedy and blows oh, it oh yes and so every time every time we guess in a case everyone's like point of no return point of no return this is a point of no return like, <laughs> give me the first case like point of no return and I get so frustrated because I'm always someone's like oh I take it yeah and so like the the guy will offer like a thousand dollars I'm like oh I'll take it yeah <laughs> I think it's because you know any sort of money is a lot of money right right exactly yeah 
<laughs> but um, my favorite thing is when the lovely ladies of the suitcases first come out because oh. they're so well coordinated yes. and they're wearing high heels and they have to go up these steps and then down these steps. Yes. And I'm like, there's no way that none of them have fallen. Oh, I someone don't. has has some pretty little face has taken a tumble down those stairs Absolutely. because they are wearing three inch heels and sequin oh, gowns. It is amazing. And and they're so close to each other that they it, are, it's like a domino suitcases. effect. You can see. Oh my gosh. Yes. I mean, if you know that they so are So if you really... know the YouTube clip out there, people, send it to me because I want to see. <laughs> That would be funny. Because laughing at other people who <laughs> are falling is, is fun <laughs> and really bad. Don't do that. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Uh, absolutely horrible. Absolutely horrible. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so this, this has been heating up on the uh, um, campaign trail, huh? Oh, my goodness. Like, did what you is going on? I did. As did I. I did. Exactly. But mm-hmm. I, I have to admit, I wasn't a good boy. I'm not going to ask because I'll just be mad. Oh, <laughs> well, that's right because Hillary's your girl. She is. She's yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. She's America's girl. Oh, that's right. That's right. Woman. That's right. Exactly. Presidentress. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I don't know if we're allowed to like stump for character. Well, we can't, but we can definitely discuss issues. We can but, discuss yeah. issues. Yes, we cannot. From my understanding, we can't like um, endorse. Endorse. That's right. right. Exactly. We can discuss how everyone else is wrong. <laughs> yeah. There you go. There didn't you say go. That, didn't say that. <laughs> so yeah, I did vote in the primary. I, I, <laughs> I braved the weather. And, yes. and what's funny is like across from my apartment complex, there's a polling place. But my assigned polling place is like eight blocks away. No way. So I had to drive to it where I could walk across the street to this other one. I'm like, this doesn't make sense. But yeah, see, like the, like the subdivision that I live in, it's like a mile by two miles or whatever. And I live on the very southeast side and mm-hmm. my mailbox is on the northwest side. Hmm. So I have to drive to go. To, I mean, it's like, what the hey? So no, but it felt good doing it. You know? Yes, exactly. Exactly. So and did you do electronic or paper? It was paper with a pencil, so or uh, marker. And then the machine sucked it up. Right, exactly. And I even brought my housemate with me. Oh, yeah. We went good together. For you. And then afterwards, I horrified the pollers and said, um, "I said I, when she walked away because I finished first or whatever." And and as she was walking away and going up to like turn the thing in, and I said, "You realize that if you don't vote the way I, the way I told you to vote, you're not going to ride home." <gasps> and they looked at me. And I said, "I'm kidding, people. I'm just joking." And the secret <laughs> service rushed in. <laughs> Exactly. And she was like, Dad, you should not have ever said that. And I was like, oh, please. You know, uh, I'm it's always a small fascinated by, by this, the whole act of voting, right? Because, like, the yes. physical, like, because you go in and then you give them your name and then they give you a sheet and you fill it out and then you give it back and then they check it and then they hand it to the person next to you. Yes. Next to them. Yes. And they look at your name again and they highlight your name and they give it back to you and then they hand it to the person next to them. Yes. And then they look at your name. And then it's just very involved. Yes, I absolutely. feel like you know certainly someone who is into organizational development did not design the system. Well, or they had the v- lots of safety measures. Right, lots, lots, and lots, lots of safety lots. measures. Absolutely. And, so. and when I retire and I'm old and wrinkly, I want to do that. I totally. Oh, absolutely, like, and it's fun for my you understanding. Have an ID. Absolutely. Well, they one person actually did that to me. Um, I because my polling place was across the street where I used to live. Mm-hmm. Um, when I lived here in Ann Arbor, in fact, or whatever, and um. I walked up and um, the person behind who was monitoring or watching the festivities <laughs> challenged my vote. Ooh. He says, I don't Like in the gladiators? Yeah. You know, because I think I had to announce either I was Democrat or something or whatever. Mm-hmm. And um, he turned and he says, I challenged that vote. What? Trying to intimidate me. I don't think he's, he's allowed to vote here. <gasps> it was and, an election monitor? Uh, yeah. And was he, it and someone I not affiliated twice. with your power? With uh, your party? Yeah. Yeah. 
Why? And uh, they was challenge- it in Ohio because they messed it up last time. Yeah, <laughs> no, Just it's kidding, here in Ohio. Michigan. It was right here in Ann Arbor. <laughs> it was. I was surprised, and they they actually they I've been challenged twice, and so I had to show my ID and show that I lived at this That's address. That's amazing. And I was like, well, I live but right across the street. If, it wasn't if you want to see my place. underwear collection, you know? oh my. So well, even if it wasn't your polling place, couldn't you have voted there anyway? Like, don't no. they? No, mm-hmm. oh. no, you have to vote in your voting area because yeah. you would determine where your, your district goes. Yeah, ah, I see, yeah. I see. Exactly. Well, very interesting. This animal voting. So, like, I never got to ask you like how you were when just now. Oh, like what have you been up to? You know, I've been feeling a little ill lately and okay. still a little under the weather, but that's okay. You know, we're really ran- okay. Thanks for sharing. So, no, yeah, I'm no, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Go ahead. I'm, I'm too flip bad. This table. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um. Creating change is coming up, as you know, and it's been really taking up a lot of our time, and it's really awesome. We're really, really excited. It's, you know, less than, it's exactly two weeks away. Wow. But who's counting? That's right. And so, um, are you guys all ready, set? You know, everything's been ready or not. I know. Here we come. That's right. Exactly. I I think that I predict that it's going to be an unseasonably warm couple of days. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. So it might be 35 degrees <laughs> oh, instead of the, the 33, which is the average high for Michigan in February. Yes. So, because I have friends from California saying, like, I don't want to go anywhere. Like, mm. you better move me around in a heated tent. That's right. So, right. Exactly. But, you know, I've been working on that, and, you know, it's just. It's, it's well, especially good. being on the host committee, I bet you, like, have challenges that you never thought you'd ever have to deal with. You, it, know? you know, yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, um, Making sure like the hotel understands about trans uh, yes. inclusive signage and yes. and gender neutral restrooms and things like that. Yeah, right. You know things that we often take for granted because of the fact of where we might work. Yes. Know? So, but right. you know we've got it done. We're gonna do it, and it's gonna be great. That's great. Wow. Thank you for doing that. Oh, this is yeah. a community member. You know, thanks for being a part of that and going through all the headaches. Well, it's been an honor, and it's going to be really fun. So please do come out and check out creatingchange.org if you don't know about Creating Change yet. Oh, yeah. It's an amazing event. Amazing, amazing. Started my whole social justice. um, And you'll be there. Absolutely. It's in our backyard, right? Yes, absolutely. So so we were talking about voting earlier, right? Yes. And so another very important voting season is coming up. Absolutely. The Academy Awards. Dun, dun, dun. The bald gold guy. That's right. <laughs> exactly. That's right. The poor genitalia, though, on him is really Oh, uh, kinda... yeah. Well, you know. he wasn't made for performance. Oh. So... <laughs> well, technically. Never mind. Okay, go ahead. So um, we'll take a quick, tiny, tiny break. And on the other side, we're going to speak with Chris as a party from Between the Lines. Des yeux qui fondaient les miens, un rire qui se perd sur sa bouche, voilà le portrait sans retouche de l'homme auquel j'appartiens. Quand il me prend dans ses bras, qu'il me parle tout bas, je vois la vie en So, 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 what the things that happen? I know, off the air right? Are hysterical. So, so, so that was Edith Piaf. 
Yes. Um, and that song is actually um, La Vie en Rosé. That's that song and that actress and actually the movie about her life is nominated for an Academy Award this year. Yes. Yes. It is in the top 10 uh, pop culture music. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe of the age. It actually was of the age. Actually, oh, really? That's it, good. When it first okay. released, but Marion Cotillard uh, for La Vie en Rosé, and people who know French and I do not are probably you know rolling over in their croissants. <laughs> but, um, you know that she is nominated for best performance by an actress in leading role. That's great. And so now we're joined by Chris. Chris, hey is she gonna win? Hey guys. Um, who knows? I haven't seen it. No. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but I have seen a lot of the other nom- uh, the nominees. Okay. So, uh, yeah. so Academy Awards, they're coming up. They were just announced, right? So there's some discussion if they're actually going to happen, right? What do you think? Because of the Writers Guild strike. Um, well, I hope they do so I can judge the fashions. Absolutely. <laughs> but, <laughs> but if the Golden Globes are any sign, then I don't know. Oh. It's really hard to say. Uh. But I heard that LA lost so much money by not having the Golden Globes. Yeah. It was and they're just going to lose more by not having... All the advertising dollars. Yeah. Absolutely. You know? so. All the taxi drivers and limo drivers. And well, people flying yeah. in for the event. Absolutely. Yeah, you know? That's really sad, but I want to see the fashions. So. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Is Seacrest working the, in the red carpet probably? Oh, oh probably. And Billy Bush. I hope. Oh God! <laughs> I hope uh, not. Dandy, know Billy Bush? You know who this person is? No, he's I a don't. Commentator on like Entertainment Tonight or something. Yeah, oh. or News oh. Daily, and he's related to the president of the United States. Yep. Really? He's a Bush of the he, Kennebunkport Bushes. Oh, wow! He, he participated in the uh, one-hour press conference for the Golden Globes with Nancy O'Dell. Yeah, they were pretty funny. It was embarrassing. <laughs> it was pretty embarrassing. <laughs> aye, aye, aye. So we, I hope that they'll happen too because I think it's great fun. Yeah. Um, and the fashions are amazing. It's true. Well, I, but you know what? I, I'm kind of fascinated with the, what their backup plan is, is to do like the history of the Oscars, mm. you know, the last 80 years, you know? And I was like, well, that's kind of an interesting thing. But I, you know, I yeah, wish they would do separate, you know? Right. But, you know. Not yeah, either I or. Right. I don't think that would really bring in any ratings. No. <laughs> Not no. like the regular telecast. No, no. Absolutely. Absolutely. But and how many people? going to have like a history of the Oscars watching party. Absolutely. Right, right. <laughs> Right, exactly. Yeah, without a lot of liquor. That's right. Yes. Oh wait, I know what happens. That's right. Okay, so let's go category by category. Okay. And by the way, Chris, yes. this year we have a special file that we actually have a voting um, uh, card, official voting card. So I will be marking and checking oh, see, in with you. I'm not going to come back <laughs> because last time. That's okay. We'll come to you. Yeah. So, so we've got best motion picture of the year. So Atonement, um, Juno, Michael Clayton, No Country for Old Men, and There Will Be Blood. So all actually really violent films. And why? I don't know why. Yeah, I mean, it's very interesting. <laughs> Except for Ex- Juno. Yeah, that's a happy one. It's a happy one, but it is also about, you know. It, it takes on a serious. Right, an unplanned too. pregnancy. Right. But I love Jason Bateman. He's very funny. Yeah, yeah, he's great. <laughs> and cute. So. And cute. <laughs> yes. um, so yeah. we have one about a World War II love story, one about a pregnant woman, a pregnant teenager, one about a law case, right? And then yeah. one about death and another one about death. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one about death, like death and one in death with oil. Yeah. Death and oil. <laughs> it's usually the death films that That's win right. anyway. So. Is it really? Oh, I, yeah. Yeah? Okay. Yeah. Seems like it. <laughs> no, I would be awesome if Juno won, though, but it won't. Yeah. It won't. It's like the little Miss Sunshine of this year. It is the yeah. little Miss yeah. Sunshine of this year, complete with like the young girl actress. Yes. <laughs> Which, by the way, I just saw last week. And did you love it? I did. Steve Carell. Hilarious. 
Oh, you just saw Little Miss Sunshine. Just wow, so you're catching up on last yeah. movie. Nice. <laughs> exactly. I had the wrong list. <laughs> Oops. So I think it'll be There Will Be Blood. Really? Okay. Yeah. Oh. You've seen it? I have. Oh, okay. And it's because the accents are really creepy, and Daniel Day-Lewis is awesome. Yeah, I've heard he's incredible. Oh. I still want to see that one. But um, you, I've seen Atonement. You haven't, right? No. Okay. And yeah, so you still you have to see that. Well, I saw it three times. Well, and that won the Golden Globe. You know, the so. more you see it, the more likely it's not going to win. So, uh, really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, so, well done. <laughs> so you think it's going to be Atonement? I screwed my movie. That's so, right. Yeah. So you think it's going to be Atonement? Um, yeah, Atonement. I, yeah, that's what I'm saying. But... I mean, I still have to see the other, the other two. I haven't seen There Will Be Blood or No Country for Old Men. I haven't seen No Country for Old Men, but I hear Tommy Lee Jones is good and Javier Bardem is scary. Like, yeah. he's, his character is creepy. Yeah. yeah I, Tommy Lee Jones, then? Uh, no, Javier Bardem. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah, that's right here, too. Yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Dan, do you want to take a stab in the dark? <laughs> um, I am going to say it's going to be um, Michael Clayton. Michael Clayton? Yep. That's a good one. George Clooney. Yeah. You know, high that, lawyer. Yeah. Lawyer flick. That's weird. Arena, you want to weigh in? Nah. Okay. <laughs> We've got a shrug from our engineer. Okay. So, um, which is the gayest? Hmm. Atonement. Or Yeah, because James McAvoy is hot. Yeah. He's very <laughs> cute. And he's in uniform. Yeah. Um, right. So, that makes it gay. And Juno, I think, is gay because it can't be funny, sort of. You know, she's very, like, Yeah, there's not really, like. Out of all any of these, there's not a whole lot of gay nominees. Mm-mm. Not like no. when Brokeback Mountain was around. Right. right. Um, we're going to come to that later. Yes. Mm-hmm. Sad. Sad. Exactly. Sad. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so let's go to actor in a leading role. Aha. Uh-huh. George Clooney for Michael Clayton. Daniel Day-Lewis uh, for There Will Be Blood. Johnny Depp for Sweeney Todd. Tommy Lee Jones for, ooh, In the Valley of Elah. Yeah. I did, oh. And Viggo Mortensen for Eastern Promises. Yeah, of those I've seen three, so I don't think Johnny Depp will get that. But no, I, I think it, no, no. I mean, I thought his singing was sort of, um, I don't know, not up to par. Really, I thought <laughs> yeah, it was really so good. I loved Helen Bonham Carter. Though, yeah, she was she was great. I mean, he was very chilling and creepy, mm-hmm. and he, he played the part creepy. well. But I don't know. I thought they could have had a better singer in there. So I saw Eastern Promises, and I've got to say, Viggo Mortensen with all those tattoos is smoking. Ah, I was just gonna say he was and, smoking hot. And you see his rear. Yes, that's Woo! true. Yeah, that's true. So um, that's so my. So you think that should work? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, Gabe's not shallow. Yeah, no. I'm not no. shallow. Come on in the pool. That's right. So that's who I'm picking. And what do you think? Um, I oh god, that's tough. I would either be either Tommy Lee Jones or Vigo. Um, not Daniel Day Lewis. Well, I haven't seen. Oh okay. Yeah, so. I think, in all honesty, you think Daniel Day Lewis. I think George Clooney was good. I, eh, I don't know, Johnny Depp. Eh. You know, I still don't forgive him for Pirates of the Caribbean two and three. So yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I'll say Tommy Lee Jones. Okay, that, okay, actress in a leading role. So we have Kate Blanchett for Queen Elizabeth one, The Golden Age. Julie Christie from in um from Away from Her. Uh. Marion Cotillard from La Vie. La Vieille and Rosé and Arita, is that right? No. <laughs> <laughs> um, Laura Linney from The Savages and Ellen Page in Juno. I loved Ellen Page. Ellen Page, who's the main she's character. Young. She's got time, she's so young, she won't right? Get. Right. <laughs> um, the Savages was incredible. I was blown away. I haven't movie. seen oh. it. This was Philip Seymour Hoffman, right? Yeah, they're both magnificent in it. Um, and I was actually surprised to see Laura Linney get a nomination. Really? Yeah. So, so just because, well, 
she didn't get a Golden Globe nomination, oh. and a lot of people thought that her performance would be looked over. Oh wow! Thankfully, it wasn't. And uh, Julie Christie too. This is gonna be a hard one. I, I would. It's either between Julie Christie and yeah, I would say Julie Christie because I've heard a lot of really good oh, things about it. She, and she won the Golden Globe. Yeah, and well, also like I loved. So no one liked the Golden Age except me. I feel like I really liked the Golden Age because I like to dress up. So, <laughs> I love it. But so, but she, but Kate Blanchett won't win. No, I don't no. think so either. All right. A lot of people are saying that what she, she what she should have won is for the uh, the the original Elizabeth, not right. Oh, right. right. Was she oh, she wasn't. No. no. Which is weird. I tell you. Well, yeah. do you think they'll for a backlash that they'll go for this year? No. No, I don't think so. Really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. We're yeah. like, no. I think Julia Christie will take it because she finally came out of hiding. You know, right? She, every ten years, she makes a movie and then and she, she wins. looks good. Yeah, she does look good. Supporting actor Casey Affleck for the assassination of Jesse James by the coward Robert Ford, Javier Bardem, No Country for Old Men, Hal Holbrook for Into the Wild, um, Philip Seymour Hoffman for Charlie Wilson's War. And Tom Wilkinson for Michael Clayton. So interesting, two new nominations here that we have. Three. So Assassination of Jesse James, not up for that many, right? And no, that had Brad Pitt in it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but Casey Affleck, I love him. He's cute. Shallow. Stop. Like brother or cousin of... The public of... is listening. <laughs> <laughs> brother. Oh, it's the brother of Ben. Brother of Ben, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and Philip Seymour Hoffman, not for um, the Savages, but for Charlie Wilson's War, yeah, which I think I totally shut out. You know, Return of Julia Roberts. You know, and um, yeah, and Into the Wild. Yeah, I no think. Emil Hirsch, huh? No, that was sad because yeah. he like totally carried that movie. Yeah, I agree. And uh, apparently, so Into the Wild, Hal Holbrook is like the oldest. Academy Award nominee in history. Then he'll probably get it. Literally, like he's 87. Yes, yes. So, so this is it. That's right. That's right. Congratulations, Hal. Well that's done. Right. Yeah, really. Hold on. One yeah, more month. One more month. So, I, I don't know. I would say Javier Bardem because he was totally chilling in that movie. Like, I really want to see a game. Yeah. Okay. Wow. It's, yeah. it's scary. But a lot of people, though, I'm getting mixed opinions from people. You really? Know, critics love it, but people don't. People, like people I work with come in and oh. God, it was so depressing. Well, the people you work with don't vote in the Academy Awards. So, <laughs> ah, <that's laughs> there you true. go. Good point. Um, supporting actress, Kate Blanchett in I'm Not There, which is the um, the Bob Dylan film. Yeah. Right? <laughs> which reminds me Billy Bush, yeah, the Golden yeah. Globes uh, press conference. He made a remark that, you know, it, it, none of it's scripted, obviously. And so he was talking about it and he said, you know, at the end of the day, all it is really is a man playing a woman. Or a woman playing a man. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Duh. Well done. Well done. Um, who else do we get? We got um, Ruby D, an American gangster, which I didn't see. Oh, that was a really good movie. Um, and then someone's name who I can't pronounce. I think it's, I've tried all day. Shradis <laughs> Ronan. So, yeah, I think that's the closest. Um, in Atonement, Amy Ryan and Gone Baby Gone and Tilda Swinton and Michael Clayton. I love Tilda Swinton. Yeah, she's really wonderful. She's very cool. But really? I think Kate Blanchett's going to win. Yeah. I haven't seen, have you seen I'm Not There? I've not. But, oh, okay. You know, there's a strong, like, there's a pattern of really beautiful women Portraying not beautiful characters and them winning. Yeah. So if you yes. look like Hilary Swank and you look at um, what's her face from South Africa, she cried. She was in. She played that serial murder. Oh, I can't remember. Her oh, name. who is it? Oh. 
she yes yes i know who you're talking about help yes and she went on a yes um her name is charlie theron thank oh, you oh there yes. you go yes yeah so <laughs> again so i think that i so i think that um kate blanchett's gonna win that plus she doubled up she's up for two i know so her chances you know she's that she won one and she won't win for elizabeth so i guess they no oh but that Say her name again. Sorry, say Ronan. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Sorry for listening. It. <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. Um, she was fantastic. She played the young, um, the young girl who tells a lie that ruins oh. their lives. Oh, yeah. I, I want to see it. But she's young too. So. Oh really? She's got time. She's, she's oh yeah. She's probably like she's twelve. She's wee. She's a wee. <laughs> yeah. Um, what else? What else is, is worth talking about here? We've got... Um... Well, I had a question, actually. Mm-hmm. So what is, like, for instance, achievement um, in an art direction? I mean, what what achievement, I mean, are they talking about? They're like, okay, so you directed or, or art? Like, what is it? I mean, I totally get it. Achievement in makeup, achievement. I mean, there are some people that really do need the makeup. They really do need the, <laughs> you know, the um, uh, sound effects, the editing. I get that. But what is the... You know, achievement in art direction. You know, I get confused between art direction and costume design because I feel like they, they're so similar. I feel like the difference is art direction has to do with, like, the whole, like, the set whole visual, and yeah. look and feel right. of the film. So, like, the ones oh, that are yeah. nominated because it, it includes art and set. Oh, so, like, American okay. Gangster, is, they're all period films. Got so, it. American Gangster is set in, like, the 60s and 70s or something. Like, um, Atonement is set in World War II. Golden Compass yeah. is, like, in the winter in animation. Sweeney Todd is clearly, like, lots of costuming. And There Will Be Blood is set in the Wild West. Yeah. Of, so, so, it all comes down to the way the whole piece looks. Looks, yeah. right, right. Got it. And that is different than Costum- directing. Oh. Yes. And directing. Yes, directing is the overall director because they say that like TV is the is the writer's medium and directing is the the director's medium. Yeah. So and then, so achievement in directing is just best at best director. Best director. <laughs> Welcome everyone I to guess, Academy Awards. Yeah, 101. exactly. <laughs> I'm like. Okay, sorry. <laughs> and so instead of you know, like, just like the now thing is like you know the Oscar goes to uh-huh. rather than the winner is. I mean, come on, you <laughs> right, know. Right, and I think that for directing, I want the Diving Bell and the Butterfly to win. So I haven't seen it. I know I can't. It wait won to the see Golden it. Globe. It's yeah. coming to Michigan Theater in a couple months or a couple weeks, um, and it just looks amazing. Like visually, it looks amazing yeah. too. So, so the Diving Bell and the Butterfly, Dan, is about. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I need you right here, Dan. Okay, well I'm looking. Yep. So it's about basically this this guy who has this really awesome life and life style and it's very happy and then he has like a massive stroke or yeah, something it looks like a tragedy uh, yeah, yeah like a, a car crash or something and he becomes paralyzed but he continues to be like uh there he's not oh, a vegetable so it. so the whole film most of the film is really um like from his point of view inside of his own head like how he perceives wow. things and the people in his life carrying on but caring for him right um and it, it's a foreign language film i think it's french Yes, it's French. And it was for the Golden Globes. It won the Golden Globe, didn't it? For directing? Um, good question. I will. So, so, but I think it looks amazing. So I think that, um. So that is your, your, your. It is. It's my hope. Even without seeing it. Your, wow. (laughs) It's interesting. I've watched the trailer so many times. Yeah, right, right, right. (laughs) Um, have either of you seen, or seen Enchanted? No. Oh, you have. Ah, you laughed. No, I oh, didn't, okay. but well, I laughed because, like, what, three of the songs in Best Song are yeah, I know. So that's a Schwartzman guy, the yeah. Disney guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Schwartzman <Shush>. guy. <laughs> <laughs> I love the movie. It was totally gay, too. Was it? <laughs> but, uh, well, yeah, it's a Disney movie about a princess. <laughs> <laughs> and James Marsden in it, isn't it? Yeah, and James Marsden. Um, 
But I would have liked to see Amy Adams get a, a nomination here in Best mm. Actress. She plays the princess. Oh, yeah. Giselle. Yeah, she's was phenomenal. That good? She oh, was yeah. That good? Yeah. You know, I was reading several blogs today, and uh, a lot of people were disappointed that she didn't get a nomination for Interesting. it. Interesting. So, she, so oh. Enchanted. Did you hear about this film? You'd no. like this film. Okay. Yeah. So it's a Disney film and it starts out oh, a cartoon yes, about exactly. princesses and stuff. And then suddenly this princess is teleported to the real world. Yes. New York City. New York City. <laughs> and like, and she still has all, I don't know, her quote unquote princess powers. So when right. she like sings, like all these rats come over. Right. <laughs> and cockroaches. And cockroaches. Uh, on the toilet. And like, do, the like helping her do stuff. And who's the guy in it? Like, Patrick Dempsey. Plays Patrick Dempsey is like, what's going on? <laughs> and like, and then James Barton's playing plays her prince and comes into the real world to get her and he like is sitting there singing and stuff and oh people in Central God. Park are like what is going on with this dude so <laughs> it looks very it's, campy oh it's really funny yeah a little campy yeah but uh the music is actually really good but I don't think it deserved three nominations <laughs> in music I would have liked to see Hairspray Oh, oh yeah, yes. that's we were totally cut out. I know, right? totally cut out. You know why? Because yes. John Travolta was horrible in drag. Yeah. Aw, I liked him. Hmm. Well, I thought he was pretty endearing as that. <laughs> <laughs> endearing but is a nice really word. What? Like, <laughs> endearing is, seems to be a nice word for annoying. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's no divine, I guess. Right, so. exactly. Well, so, What about best direct uh, uh, documentary? Or doc- yeah. Um, oh, Sicko? <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, no, that's exactly it. Like, what, so do you, you really mean sicko? sicko? Do you really what are the other nominations? What do you mean, sicko? Well, it was uh, No End and Right, yeah. Operation um, Homecoming, Sicko, Taxi to the Dark Side, and War Dance. Right, exactly. What are the other nominations? Yeah, I've I seen none of sicko. them, actually. <laughs> right, 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 right. I mean, so that's what I was thinking. You know, do you really think like sicko really deserves it? I mean, or is it because it's so... I mean, yeah, or... Yeah, it's certainly like he has the name recognition, right? Right. So. right. And it, well, but should he get it because of ra- name recognition or because of? Oh well, no. But I, it was a fantastic film. I thought. Was it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it's maybe really we powerful. See it. Okay. And so okay, so rewind. Yeah. So diving Ball and the butterfly won for best foreign language film and best director oh, did. Oh, for the Golden Globes. Oh wow. Yeah. Oh. Huh. Interesting. So so we'll see. It's interesting. We'll I, go I'm together, excited. Gabe, me and you. Let's go see okay, it. let's do it. It's a date. Um, <laughs> did you hear that? He asked me to date. <laughs> um, what else? I think that um, there's no host. Is there a host this year? Who's the host? Oh, yeah. No host. Oh. Or announced yet. Yeah, not announced. I mean, they don't uh, know if they're going to have, know if they're gonna have a show. <laughs> right, right. They don't know. Yeah, exactly. Details, details. <laughs> Maybe Billy Bush. Uh, oh, that's right. God. There you go. Yeah. yeah. So I see the Transformers collected a couple nominations. <laughs> right. Yeah. Did you right. see Transformers? Yeah, but so did Norbit. Oh, okay. <laughs> all right. <laughs> no, There's room for all sorts, okay? Room for all sorts. Um, and screenplay, the original screenplay is another big one, right? So Juno, Lars and the yeah. Real Girl, which I think looks oh, hilarious. It's a fantastic it's, movie. Is it funny? Yeah. Who is that? Oh, it's Who's so funny. Actor? It's um, uh, right, um Ryan Gosling. Ryan Gosling. Yeah, so Ryan, Ryan Gosling, Gosling plays this socially awkward guy who everyone in the town loves, and he orders a blow-up doll. Yep, he orders a blow-up doll, and, and acts because, like and b- that's his girlfriend. And the whole town goes with it. They do, yeah. No way. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah, so... But the thing is, like, you start to believe in her. Right. Um, like, I started, like... I, because cry. they, I cried during the movie. Okay? Because they say stuff like, "Oh, I don't think she likes that," and right because like, other townspeople say that and then take her away to go and tease. Because stuff. they really don't know what his problem is, so right. they're because trying they to play along. Like and, him. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, got it. Um, so there's that Juno, Michael Clayton, Ratatouille, and the Savages. Did you see Ratatouille? Um, yep. I lo- yeah. I liked it. I I liked it. 
Oh, you don't seem blown away. Nah, then, so. I wasn't blown away. No Finding Nemo. No, I love Finding Nemo. Yeah, absolutely. No. Oh, yeah. I really liked it. I thought that it wasn't as funny as other Pixar movies. Right. But um, but visually, it was very, Pretty very stimulating. Good. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I was kind of annoyed that the rats could talk to each other, but not to the humans. It's the little oh. things, okay. Uh. <laughs> 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 um. So, yeah. So, well... Well, and then the other thing too is like, for instance, like you, you know how you said you love dressing up. The um, the achievement in visual uh, effects is the the Golden Compass, Pirates of the, of the Caribbean, Pirates of the Caribbean, Pirates, <laughs> goodness gracious, Pirates of the Caribbean, um, and Transformers. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was like, that's really quite a variety of of. Uh, Differences. I mean, there's nothing really similar between. It is. I think I like Golden Compass. Yes. Because I love talking animals, Mm -hmm. first of all. (laughs) And I love. So that's um, why I don't like Ratatouille. You know what? Ah! That's why you're anti Ratatouille. Okay. (laughs) I'm allowed. This is my show. (laughs) (laughs) Dan, come out of here. Um, So, and uh, I haven't read the books for Golden Compass, but I'm going to, and I'm very excited by the whole trilogy thing about it. Absolutely. And I think. And Nicole Kidman's in it. Absolutely. I mean, come on. Oh yeah, hello. That makes it automatically the gayest thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, and it's also isn't it like an alternative to the um, oh goodness, the Chronicle, the um, Chronicles of Narnia. Yes, yeah. exactly. So I mean, it's it's kind of a, a like an atheist view to right. Well, Chronicles of Narnia is often taught as a Christianity point right. of view. And exactly. Then, yeah. yeah. And so I think that it's kind of very interesting that how they they put that in there. So. So, real quick, I want to shift away from Academy Awards, mm-hmm. and I want to talk about two things. Uh-oh. First, I want to talk about Cloverfield. Oh, my God, yeah. So, oh. Dan, do you know Cloverfield? So, so we have to bring yeah, Dan up to pop culture. Front, that, that's usually the front of my lawn. Yeah. It's all filled. <laughs> so, Cloverfield is... have you The best you, horror movie in a while. Anyway. So <laughs> oh, yeah, you, that's exactly about the dragon that they you never see, or you don't know if so it's So, it's this like, shaky camera thing that goes on, like, like the Blair, Blair Witch, Witch Project, yes. right? And there's a Godzilla. And then, so, that's the whole movie. So, you get a headache, because this guy can't hold the camera straight, and there are these gross things that eat people, and they blow up. And I've not spoiled anything, people. You, can, you knew this was coming so <laughs> i don't know if i liked it i was telling you know chris i was telling you earlier don't roll your eyes at me. <laughs> i was telling you earlier that i wanted more um resolution yeah. i needed yeah but it wouldn't have made it as scary to like <sighs> sit okay. there and watch something where you have no idea what's going on yep. even the audience doesn't know i wasn't but scared I, so much as annoyed no, really? no. yeah I was you s- like talking animals so. <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> you did not <laughs> I'm going to set the table back up and flip it again. <laughs> We're going to have a problem. I'll remember this next time something you need from me happens. Oh, yeah. so, so you like Cloverfield. You saw it a billion times. Yeah, yeah. I've seen it twice. You know, I was reading more about it today. Um, and actually, people are saying, like, the, I can't really say, actually. Never mind. <laughs> It'll give it away. Okay. If you, if you don't want to get there's, spoiled, there's a lot of hidden ears. images, apparently, in the end. The last scene. Uh-huh. There's, oh. there's hidden images in the background. Um, of what? So background if you've seen it, where? go see it again. Background of what? Like the oh, last video shot with the two people. Yep. Oh, where they're coding In the Island? background? Uh-huh. Yeah. Apparently something happens in the background, and I wasn't paying attention to that. So. Ooh, right. something like that's a clue about where the yep. monster came from? Yes, exactly. <gasps> oh, my God. I know. Yeah. And then in the movie poster, you can actually see the monster, apparently, in the cloud. Like... Oh, if you go to YouTube, wow. if you go to YouTube, you That's can. So random. I, I know. you know what? This is <laughs> it's this like whole viral now. marketing campaign. I really am not a big. Well, what about the videotape playing it backwards? 
at the end. Yeah. Yeah. Did you see that? So meh. No. It, so mm-hmm. at the end, they um, at the very end, there's a sound clip, and they play it forwards and it says, I love you. And as it played backwards, it says, it's still alive. Wait, in Cloverfield? Yeah. <sighs> no, Ratatouille. <laughs> <laughs> Enchanted. <laughs> Whatever. Whatever. Oh, good one. Is that what you're saying? You're wrong. Oh, so anyway, so Cloverfield. Um, yeah, the whole viral marketing campaign is out of control. Like the four main characters um, all have their own MySpace. No, I know. But it made like them $41 that. million dollars opening weekend. So and which really is also him. fascinating because none of them are famous actors. No. Nope. No. Yeah. In fact, the whole casting was like blind, basically. Yeah. So, wow. Like, but they're hot. So they oh. are, they are <laughs> not ugly. Oh, okay. <laughs> don't tell me the blonde with the heels falls and gets killed. There's, well, there's not a whole lot of cliches in it. Well, yeah, there's that one cliche about her having a piece of rebar through her heart and she gets it pulled out and then she's and running. She's running. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's a little doesn't happen very often. No. No. I haven't tried it, but well, I don't you think know, it. I hear it's great. <laughs> so, Cloverfield. Oh my goodness. Yeah, well, I, I go recommend see it. it. Tell me what you think. And. You know, I don't want to go by without paying some big ups and some respect to uh, to Heath Ledger. Oh my goodness! In passing, very tragic, very sudden. Absolutely. Yeah. Did they announce anything about um, today? No. Well, th- I guess people may not really know if they're listening to the show, but um, yeah. about Keith, Heath. what happened? Yeah, Heath Heath Ledger, Heath, the yeah. actor. Heath, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. The, the Brokeback Mountain yes. actor uh, died yesterday at the age of 28. They right. found him in his oh. his his apartment. I don't know if it was his yeah, apartment. Well, I think it was his okay. apartment in New York City. In New York, and uh, he had just yeah. moved there because he had moved. He had separated from his not just separated, but his separate from his girlfriend and, yeah. and, and child, Michelle Williams. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, but the thing is, they have no idea. You know, they they did an autopsy, I guess. And they said it was inconclusive. Yep. Yep. Um, I can't believe that he would actually commit suicide. I don't think um, so either, but I, you know. They don't think that it is either. They think it might have been accidental. Apparently, he had, I've heard several things. He had pneumonia, he was taking pills, maybe he combined Right, some and pills. I just saw something that said, like, there was, they found a $20 bill rolled yeah. up. Like, what is that? Is there, that supposed to mean he was doing a line? Oh. So, it's, but it's still very sad, you know. Yeah, it is. We were, you know, joking and, you know, I think also paying tribute to, like, we were talking about um, 10 Things I Hate About You. Oh, yeah. And how much I love that movie, and it's so good. He's so adorable. He's in that so movie. adorable. And then he did Night's Tale, which is, you know, whatever. Oh, absolutely. But, <laughs> but then he did Brokeback. And then he did Brokeback. So and it's going to be. And has he done, he's done one movie since Brokeback. Well, he's going to be. He's going to be in the new Batman yeah. film. Oh, yeah. That's As right, the Joker, Knight, which yes. I don't know. I wonder how that's going to be. That's going to be really received. odd. Yeah. It's gonna Who's going to want to watch? that movie really yeah i don't know as a tribute to him maybe but it's but still it's not like odd. he plays a right he plays an evil evil villain. yeah exactly so so i don't know we'll we'll see but it's very sad and our hearts go out and um yeah peace out heath ledger yeah really yeah I mean, it's almost like a like a like oh my god it really like ends the to me it, uh, because of the connection i have with Bro- brokeback mountain mm-hmm. it just it really does end the movie i mean it really right and yeah, i foolishly thought like when, when i heard him like oh i wonder what jake thinks i'm like wait a second they're not really together yeah, absolutely <laughs> right. yeah. yes i think anytime somebody watches that movie now you know you get misty eyed at the end but now yeah. you're gonna get misty eyed for all the wrong reasons right exactly right exactly and did you think that he that it kind of did um, stereotype him or, or put him into a, a box because of all the, the work he's, all the, the fame he got from Brokeback Mountain? Um, no, I don't think that he, no, I don't think he was. A Good. S- okay. No. Yeah, I don't yeah. think so either. I think if Typecast? anything. Typecast? No, not at all. Yeah. Especially with the Joker role. 
Yeah, that I've, was going to be a big role, probably one of his biggest. I think wow. if anything, it really helped his star power. Both yeah. him and Jake Gyllenhaal have proven Absolutely. that you know, straight mainstream actors can play quote unquote gay or quote unquote play gay, right, and right, and still succeed. And so. that's why a lot of actors turned it down originally. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Fools. Yeah, right. Good. Exactly. I didn't want to see anyone but Jake anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Call me. And um, <laughs> so yeah. Well, good. Any other entertainment notes that we should know about? Britney's still a mess. Um. Oops, yeah. Yeah. If anything, the, well, Brad Renfro died a couple weeks ago, uh, and then yeah. Heath Ledger. So if anything, Amy Winehouse, if it was a drug overdose, indeed, they don't know if either were, but mm-hmm. Amy Winehouse and Britney Spears take note. Right. Yeah. right? In threes, right? In yeah. threes. That's scary. Brad mm. Renfro, another really sad, tragic. I know. Because he kind of flew off the map for a bit. He and did. And, and you know, you read all these stories about how he really struggled and didn't have, like, adult um, role models like yeah. and what I thought was really interesting about the Brad Renfro thing is that um, um, Ian McKellen did a tribute to him oh um, really yeah because they were together they did apt pupil together oh yeah that moved yes, yeah and that. so yeah. He, he released a statement about how sad he was about such a great actor and so yeah yeah so. it really is a tragedy so. but no other than that nothing new on the, the entertainment trail well good so. um, well We've been talking with Chris as a party from the Between the Lines. He's their their media guru. <laughs> their That's right. Talent in Hollywood. <laughs> oh, thank you. Diva. And oh, he's like, don't call me Diva. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm going to plug this table. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and you've been listening to WCB and FM Ann Arbor. And we will be right back. And we'll just we'll talk a little bit about MLK and what that means to us. came to this strange world hoping I could learn a bit about how to give and take but since I came here felt the joy and the fear finding myself making every possible mistake
A song called New Soul by Yael Naim, and she is. I just discovered her, and she um, that song was actually in a commercial for an Apple new laptop. And I, I heard it, and I'm like, I need to have that song. So, Yael Naim, Y A E L N A I M, New Soul. Good. Wow. So, Monday was yes. MLK. It was. It was. Yes. I'm sorry, I was going to. Yes, it was. Yeah, so I, what did you, know, you attend on? I, um, I went to see Lou Gossett Jr. speak oh, here wow. on campus at U of M. Um, and, you know, it was really good. I think he had a lot of really good points. And I think um, he um, really talked from his heart. And I thought it was good. Like, what were some of the things that he said? You know, he, he, he um, shared some stories about one of the things that really stuck with me was how his grandmother, or his great grandmother, would, um, him and his siblings and cousins would, would fool around and, and um, like, you know, be kids and kid around. And, and she would be like, okay, I need you to go and get a switch because I'm going to spank you <laughs> because you don't have time to fool around. We have oh. too much to do to fool around. And really brought that out in terms of like, we can fool around, but know that we don't have time. We're in a place in our world right now that we don't have time to fool around with our rights. Yeah. And that really spoke to me. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because I, I think that there's that, um, one of the things that I was, I was especially in trying to promote creating change um, amongst my people, I guess, um, or the people that I work with and the people that I associate with is, is the uh, trying to explain what creating change is mm-hmm. and, and how, and I was trying to come up with the saying, is it like um, uh, none of us are free um, until we all are free? Is that what it is? Injustice is it, anywhere is injustice everywhere. Right. You know, th- that mm-hmm. there's, um, and trying to explain that and, and, um, and then I don't know how to explain to some of my friends the urgency of like we're not done yet. We we can't sit back on our laurels and just go okay. Well, you know I've got all the rights that I really need right now, and mm-hmm. until I'm hurting, I don't need to do anything further. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that that was one of the things that I was really um, reminded of. I think on Monday or this past weekend of where we do have we we may have gotten maybe 60 percent of the way but we still have 40 percent to go we have a long you're right you know creating a change the task force really has to say they say build win build yes build the capacity win the battle keep building your capacity because there's another battle and it's totally true absolutely absolutely and i think that this time um in fact because on friday i went to a hiv and std conference um uh planning uh advisory uh, meeting Mm -hmm. and one of the things that they were talking about and the thing is that we want to bring passion back into the community Mm -hmm. and and how they're saying we're just losing that passion and um and it's like you know we just can't seem to find where that passion is in our in our outreach our education and things and it's because um, a lot of the work that they've done has become um, 
uh, not publicized, but uh, the, but it has become part of the system mm. that we've gotten the funding. We've now got a structure. We take it for granted because yes. we don't struggle for it as exactly. Much, right? And Absolutely. so where the the community that seems to be the most passionate right now is the needle exchange programs, where they're still doing things underground. They're still fighting the you know fighting the man, if you will. And I think that that um, and that there is some. Um, you know, that there is some issues with, um, you know, where do we get the passion and continue to do our activism and still continue to do the education? It's true. And, we, you know, we, 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 we encounter apathy all the time. Absolutely. Right? And it has to do with partially our privilege and partially our lack of knowledge that the need is still there. Our fear of not wanting to, you know, quote unquote, rabble rouse. Exactly. And, and, and part of building our capacity as a community to move forward is, is knowing that there is a network of people who are willing to fight with you. Yes. Right? Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think that that was one of the things that, especially this particular um, MLK Junior Day, it was one of those things where I could be able to, well, one, it was very, it, as they kept showing the um, I Have a Dream speech um, on the Lincoln Memorial or mm -hmm. Monument, Lincoln Monument, um, that, um, and how he was on the steps. Well, this past November, I happened to go visit that exact oh, wow. spot and I got to stand. And you looked across the pool. Exactly. And, I, and in fact, they have it marked where Martin Luther King actually stood. And I stood there to kind of see and try to imagine the, the million people that are there. And um, so it was very interesting to now see those pictures again and kind of go, wow, mm -hmm. I, I can picture this now. Mm -hmm. And how amazing that would have been to look out there and say what he did and move so many people. Um, and... And I think the other thing is, is that... in people's lifetime currently there was an age of especially when i look at my mom there was an age of when she was a kid where there was segregation and there was you know purposeful um um purposeful racism i guess is the way mm -hmm. there was a, there institutionalized racism. exactly exactly and and that it was just plain accepted right. that you just did this i'm not saying that she was i'm just saying that then in her day and then she witnessed the the 1960s um uh and I think someone said it this weekend, the 1960s Civil War. We had a different type of Civil War. Mm -hmm. we, had, we had a Civil War once again, but it wasn't the Civil War we had in the 1800s. It it's was the a cultural thing. hearts and minds war. Exactly. Which is so, you know, I find a lot of connections to the Civil War, the hearts and minds war that we as LGBTQ and ally people have to face. Absolutely. It's true. And then to be able to see what, like, for instance, what's been in the news the past couple of days, to be able to see somebody... Um, who is running for president, mm -hmm. you know, to see Barack Obama up there and actually talking about it. And it's just like, you know, he's having the conversations. And partly I think that, yes, it's hard to hear some of the things that they're saying between the the uh, the Clintons and the Obama camp and things like this. Mm -hmm. And But I think it's things that we need to talk about. I think it's things that I think the two sides – Yes, maybe using it to get to position power, uh -huh. and I and I understand that. But I think it's what I'm witnessing the conversations that are happening among my friends and about among my co coworkers and things. It it's it's starting a conversation. It, absolutely, that needs and, you know, to happen. I think the other interesting thing is I was reading earlier today that John Edwards is the minority candidate. Yes, <laughs> as yes. the as a, a white man. Yes, you know, and how historical is that? Well, even Barack Obama even said it. You know that you do you understand that you know you. You have a black, you know, you have an African American, um, you have a woman, and you have John 
I, and John looked at him and he goes, John, I don't know how to describe you. I mean, he was like, you know, I was like, I don't know what to talk, how to, how to. And that's amazing. That's yeah. a, that is a huge step. Absolutely. And I think that in all of the infighting and wondering who's going to win, like, I think that is significant. We've got to keep that in front of us and that's important. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and so on the other side, there's a Mormon, right? And that's big. Right. Absolutely. And an octogenarian. Yes. And an evangelist. Yes. And a guitar player. Guitar player. Yeah. Right. So. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. They're they're unique too. Exactly. Um, so so yeah. So I think it really was uh, significant to take a look at you know like how far we've come, how far we've really d- have made it in the world, um, and see our successes mm-hmm. and how much growth we really have done. But mm-hmm. then also to be humbled, like oh wow, we we are not done yet. We, we still have a lot of work to do with helping with helping our transgender uh, brothers and sisters and um, uh, and and other folks in our community. The conversation isn't over. No, nope, that's exactly. true. And and so that's why I think it's you know. And so during creating change, we're going to have again two two people doing plenaries that have this message of keep going, like Julian Bond from NAACP. You know, talks about keep going. You know, a black man, an ally who talks about equality. And wow. we have Bishop Eugene Robinson, the first openly gay archbishop in the Episcopal Church. Wow. You know, and I think those are those are groundbreakers. And Absolutely. I think it's important for people to hear and see and experience that and to know that we need to build the capacity, win our battles and build our capacity some more. Yes. And that's just the fact of it. Exactly. And that's exactly what happened. That's what that's what uh, Byron Rustin and Martin Luther King and Rosa Parks did. And that's what we're doing. That's what Harvey Milk has done. That's what yes. people like Jim Toy have done. Yes. And so we just got to do it. We have no choice. Yes. Absolutely. Gabe, thank you. Well, thank you, Dan. All right. And thanks out there for listening. And we will see you next week. Thanks for listening to Closets Are For Clothes every Wednesday night, 6 p.m. to 7 p.m. on WCBN-FM Ann Arbor 88.3. You can contact us by calling 734-763-3500 or writing to 530-SAB Ann Arbor, Michigan 48109. And don't forget our new email address, wcbnclosets at gmail.com. The views and opinions expressed are solely those of the speaker and are not the opinions of WCBN or their licensees, the regents of the University of Michigan. For Dan Burns and engineer Alex Belhash, I'm Gabe Javier. Remember, be yourself because you don't get to be anyone else. Hello, you're listening to WCBN FM Ann Arbor. My name is Rachel and this is my show, Who's That Girl? The freeform show that highlights music made by women. And I just, um, I love following Closets Are For Clothes. This is my new time for this semester. And it's, uh, Who's That Girl is two hours long, so it's from seven to nine. And that's so exciting. And so I thought I would begin uh, this past 